0: The next thing we come to of course is being blessed because we are hungry and thirsty for righteousness because it says we'll be filled and since when has being hungry and thirsty been a blessing it's that upside down kingdom again. Now Jesus tells those who are continuing with him his apprentices learners disciples that they're really blessed when they're hungry and thirsty for the righteousness he speaks about. Being in this state of desperation means that you are very focused because until you get filled, you aren't going to be satisfied. There is more than a degree of desperation here. So question, are you desperate to live a righteous life? Do you really, really want above all else to be righteous? Is it a hunger and a thirst? Perhaps we need to define just what righteousness looks like. Then you can make an informed decision and it's easier to say what it isn't. For a start, it's not seeking justice or vindication when you've been wronged. What Jesus is talking about here is internal, it's the state of your heart. Moral rectitude, lovely word that, rectitude. Decency, goodness, honesty, integrity, virtue, morality, and there's old fashioned. Uprightness and transparency. A heart if it is wrong that does not seek retaliation or vindication doesn't fly off the hook but turns the other cheek. A meek and humble heart. This is all internal. The Holy Spirit produces all this in our heart as we cooperate with him. The righteousness of the Pharisees was seen. They made sure it was. It was outward. This is invisible and internal. The righteousness Jesus spoke of seemed impossible to those who were listening because the Holy Spirit, the enabler, had not yet been given. In the natural, it is impossible. But he never asks us to do or be something which he hasn't already given us, that which was imputed to us at our rebirth. The legal transaction we received, his righteousness as a gift, is now being worked in, is being imparted by the Holy Spirit. We have the goods. We are, of all people, most blessed. Now we develop an active dislike for the things which we previously craved, seemingly by no effort of our own. We begin to see what we lack and we mourn. It's at this point we develop a hunger and thirst for this righteousness that exceeds the law, the written code. This way of life is so liberating it's addictive. James says it like this in James 1.21. Therefore get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you. Yes, sir. Saved by grace alone, by the word that's implanted in us. What or who then is the word? Well, Jesus is that word that's been planted in us. That seed He became flesh and dwelt among us, remember? Our part, simply cooperate, yield, which leads to a hunger and thirst for more. It's brilliant. Is this your experience? Congratulations. Christ is being formed in you. All is grace.